0: This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, friends, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. Today, I'm excited because today starts a four-part series on the book, The Go-Giver. Back in July, I had the privilege of being able to interview and have a conversation with Bob Berg, one of the co-authors of The Go-Giver, a powerful, a little story about a powerful business idea. And he was exactly as I thought he would be, full of enthusiasm, full of joy, Tremendous person. I think you're going to find this talk that I had with him to be highly applicable to your life, both in business and in life. And I'm excited to share it with you. He reached out to me on Twitter. We connected on Twitter after I did my series back in June on The Go-Giver in the Courage cast, and he was kind enough to come on. We were able to, able to make it work, and we got to talk for about 30 to 40 minutes. And so I'm breaking this up into four relatively even spaced, evenly spaced episodes. And so we're starting today with an introduction, and we talk about the background of how the book found its origin, whose idea it was, and how it came into being great story, and it's a good way to start. So here, without further ado, is my interview and my conversation with the former top sales professional, Bob Berg, also the author of Endless Referrals, and of course, the co-author of The Go-Giver. Well, I am honored and thankful and grateful that Bob Berg is here with us today. Bob, welcome to The Courage Cast. Thank you, Eric. Great to be with you. Yes. Uh, You're down in Florida. I'm up here in Nashville. I wish I was there right now. It sounds like uh, (laughs) you're living a good life down there in Florida. Grateful to have you on. Thank you. Well, uh, Bob, I wanted to start off by just asking you to kind of give me your background, your journey before The Go-Giver as a business leader and an author, kind of how you got just right up to the point before you got the idea to write the Go Giver. Well, I began actually
1: in broadcasting, uh, first in radio and then television. Mm-hmm. I was the uh, I was actually the the uh, uh, ten o'clock in the Midwest. Of course, it's ten o'clock, not eleven o'clock, is here in the East. But I was the late night news guy for a small ABC affiliate in the uh, in Midwest U.S. Uh I was really I was probably the worst newscaster uh that you can imagine. I could I could read the news. Okay, that 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 wasn't a, a problem. Uh, but I was 24 years old, really knew nothing about the news, and I really didn't care. So that didn't make a for a good combination. I was probably also a little bit too positive for the medium uh by my very nature. My idea of a good newscast opening would have been something like, Good evening, everyone, I'm Bob Berg in the news tonight everything's great. <laughs> go to bed, go to bed. We'll let you know if something comes up. So I, I was not long for, you know, the, uh, for, for a news position, but I did graduate into sales. The challenge for me was that while I intuitively understood that selling was about, you know, obviously helping people find a solution and, 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 uh, connect them with what they needed with my product or service, I really knew nothing about it. I didn't know to sell. Uh, As Jim Rohn would say, I had the motivation, but not the information. (laughs) So fortunately, and this is about 35 years ago, I started reading books by the greats such as Tom Hopkins and Zig Ziglar, people who really became heroes to me and taught me how to to sell. And in a a relatively short period of time, Eric, my sales began to go through the roof. Now, the interesting thing to me about this is if you look at where I was when I first got their book. And began studying them and applying them. And really, not much longer afterwards, really within a few weeks or a month, my sales started to take off and then they began to really cook. Uh, There wasn't a whole lot of difference, but I had a system Mm -hmm. for being able to apply knowledge Mm -hmm. uh, to what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I personally define a system as simply the process of predictably achieving a goal based on a logical, specific set of how-to principles. Uh, and, and in other words, the key is predictability. If it's been proven that by doing A, you'll get the desired results of B, then you know that all you need to do is A and continue to do A and continue to do A, and you'll get the desired results of B, which I know is a great leader uh that's what you teach those in your organization so uh to to utilize a proven system and to continue to do it to, to as my friends Andrea Waltz and Richard uh, Fenton authors of the book Go for No would say yes is the destination no is how you get there <laughs> so huh. uh you know it's a matter of uh, finding the system and being persistent till you get to where you want to go and really sales ended up being my, my thing. And I love it. I love studying it. And I continue to be a student of sales all these years later. And I've been very fortunate to be able to, uh, to speak on this topic for now close
0: to, uh,
1: I guess 25, 30 years
0: Mm -hmm. now, uh, it, it almost doesn't, it sounds to me like it almost doesn't matter what you were selling because it was about, it seems to me in the book, in The Go-Giver uh, and, and what you're about, also with your background of, of uh, another very successful book that you've written, Endless Referrals, um, it, the whole concept of networking and relationships with people has been foundational for you. How important has that been for you? And what would you say to a, a network marketing audience based on your experience how it how it has impacted you making the network of your relationships mm-hmm. such a foundational part to sure. your business building oh sure
1: well it really it's it's the foundation of everything it, it is all about relationships and you know you can have the best product and service in the world i know you know deterra has and and other uh network, uh, com- marketing, companies, network sure. marketing companies have just fantastic products and services. Uh, no, no doubt about that. Uh, many of them have wonderful, fantastic organizations, and they're great people. But you know what? Before anybody buys into that, whether it's the as a as a customer or ra- or as a business builder, they have to buy into you. And this is why my uh, mantra, I guess, if you will, the foundational premise of of everything that I've I've discussed when it comes to sales and. Uh, business building is that all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like and trust. Right. And, you know, that that's what it's all about. And it's up to to the networker. It's up to that person to to lead that way. So it's a matter of focusing on bringing value to others, to giving value to everyone you meet.
0: Mm-hmm. So tell me about the story of how you maybe met John David Mann, how the concept of GoGiver came into being a little background on when the idea was was first formed in you and uh, how you got to the point of writing it and, and sure. what was the main motivation or inspiration for it.
1: As you mentioned, I had a book called Endless Referrals. That was sort of my first big book, and that was on business networking and creating a, a, a referral business. You know, so often people, regardless of the uh, of, of what a person is selling, they begin with a list of names and they begin to to go through those names and people tell them no. And they they they, they get sort of desperate in a way because every time someone tells them no, they think they're one step closer to being out of business. Mm-hmm. And that's what knocks more people out of anybody. What, what knocks more people out of out of business who could have been fantastic uh, uh, business builders is that it's not that they hear the word no and it's not that they hear the word no constantly. It's that they think they're the only ones mm-hmm. who hear the word no constantly. Mm-hmm. So they people, they see people walking across stage or they see people winning all sorts of awards and they think, oh, that person just, they went out there and people just, you know, right away, but, and they don't realize that's not the case. So the book Endless Referrals was really for people who, uh, you know, wanted the answer to the question, who do I talk to next? Now that my original list of names has run out Mm -hmm. and it was a matter of being able to build and develop and cultivate these, these relationships with people in a way that was very comfortable in a way that anyone could go out there and, and do this. And you do this, of course, not by focusing on yourself, but focusing on, on others. Mm-hmm. uh again it always goes back to giving value to to others and building relationships now uh Endless Referrals was a how-to book, and I'd always been a big lover of parables, you know, starting with Og Mandino's Greatest Salesman in the World and and Clasen's Richest Man in Babylon, and then the the One Minute Series by uh, Doctors Blanchard and Johnson in the eighties. You know all these these yeah. great parables, and I thought, what if we could take the basic premise of Endless Referrals, the no like and trust, and put that into a really fun parable? So you know, I came up with the name The Go Giver, uh, only again because of how to. Eat you do that. You give value constantly, consistently all the time to everyone. And uh, I, I put a very, very sketchy, I mean, ultra sketchy mm-hmm. outline together. But as soon as I began to try and write it, it took me about a minute to realize, boy, there's a huge difference between writing a how-to book and writing a uh, business parable. Right. And and I, I understood pretty much from the beginning of trying to do that, that uh, not only was it outside my comfort zone, that's not an issue. We we all, you know, we we need to to too often be outside our comfort zone. But as as John Maxwell would later say, it was outside my strength zone, mm. and I knew that I could not do justice to what I believed intuitively that this book could be. Mm-hmm. And I knew John David Mann; he was the uh, editor in chief of uh, Basis have a network marketing magazine that I, I used to write for. And he was just such a fantastic editor. He is so brilliant. He's such a, an amazing writer, but he was so humble. He'd send me back corrections and when, in such a nice way. And I did this. Is this OK? And You know, our running joke used to be I'd send back his corrections and say, not only is it OK, you write my stuff better than I write my stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and he was the and I'd also heard and I knew that he had been behind a couple of very, very big books, but his name was on the cover and uh, people in the business knew he was really a, a just an all-star all-world writer. Mm-hmm. And I asked him if he would uh if he would be the lead writer and storyteller uh for for this little idea I had for the go giver So he and his wife wa- well his fiance at the time, Anna, his wife, they were visiting uh her mom in Tampa. They drove across state to Jupiter where I live. We had about a 3-hour dinner and discussed the book and what we would, what we saw for it. And, you know, he he said, well, let me think about it. A few weeks later, he called me on the phone and said, you know, I think we've got something here.
0: Mm, That's amazing. And then, and then the rest uh, the rest is history. So yeah,
1: but, but, but you know what, Eric, after 25 rejections from publishers.
0: Oh, great. I love it.
1: So again, again, you got to get past those no's. You just got to realize no is a part of success,
0: man. And someone even with an accomplished book already, endless referrals, very, very impactful, very successful, and then you you still get those kind of rejections. I I can't yeah. even imagine rejecting just the. T- did, were they even rejecting the go giver title because it's such a great title and such a great play <laughs> on the whole go getter? Thank you. Philosophy. Yeah. Um.
1: You know, it was just a matter of some of them liked the idea, but they weren't into that kind of book. Some didn't sure. think another business parable would sell. Right. Uh. And, you know, it's all these things. People have their 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 own reasons for doing things, and often you know we certainly don't agree with. Uh, but we also uh, redid the uh the presentation of it and uh you know put some some promotional videos together for it that helped sell it a little better. So right. it was, you know, we we used the nose's constructive feedback and and uh fortunately we found the and we had a great agent by the way who just never gave up who totally believed in the book. Right. And she found what turned out for us the perfect publisher portfolio who's been a just partner in this that has been second to none.
0: Well, there you go. That's the first part of my four-part interview with Bob Berg, of course, the author of The Go-Giver, a little story about a powerful business idea. I loved hearing about the origin of that. I love hearing that others, even somebody as successful as Bob has been, still experienced challenges, still experienced obstacles. This was not just handed to him. That just goes to prove that anything worthwhile takes effort and work and grit and persistence for it to happen. So may that be an inspiration to you. I'll be back again tomorrow on the next episode in the next of my four-part series with Bob Berg, the author of The Go-Giver. Have a great day, everyone.